0: My nerves. An automatic telephone exchange is also a system of switches, selectors, and so forth, connected with wires. Agreed, said Smith. But that analogy won't get you very far. Aren't there about 15 billion neurons in the brain? That's a lot more than the number of switches in an auto exchange. Williams' answer was interrupted by the scream of a low flying jet. He had to wait until the cafe had ceased to vibrate before he could continue. "'Never heard them fly that low,' Andrews grumbled. "'Thought it was against the regulations. "'So it is. "'But don't worry. "'London Airport Control will catch him.' "'I doubt it,' said Rayner. "'That was London Airport, bringing in a Concorde on ground approach. "'But I've never heard one so low, either. "'Well, I wasn't aboard.' Are we or are we not going to get on with this blasted discussion? demanded Smith. You're right about the fifteen billion neurons in the human brain, continued Williams, unabashed. And that's the whole point. Fifteen billion sounds a large number, but it isn't. Round about the 1960s, there were more than that number of individual switches in the world's auto-exchanges. Today... There are approximately five times as many. Oh, I see, said Rayner slowly. And as from yesterday, they've all become capable of full interconnection, now that the satellite links have gone into service. Precisely. There was silence for a moment, apart from the distant clanging of a fire engine bell. Let me get this straight, said Smith. Are you suggesting that the world's telephone system... Is now a giant brain? That's putting it crudely, anthropomorphically. I prefer to think of it in terms of critical size. Williams held his hands out in front of him, fingers partly closed. Here are two lumps of U-235. Nothing happens as long as you keep them apart, but bring them together. He suited the action to the words, and you have something very different From one bigger lump of uranium, you have a hole half a mile across. It's the same with our telephone networks. Until today, they've been largely independent, autonomous. But now we've suddenly multiplied the connecting links, the networks have all merged together, and we've reached criticality. And just what does criticality mean in this case? asked Smith. For want of a better word... Consciousness. A weird sort of consciousness, said Rayner. What would it use for sense organs? Well, all the radio and TV stations in the world would be feeding information into it, through their landlines. That should give it something to think about. Then there would be all the data stored in all the computers. It would have access to that, and to the electronic libraries, the radar tracking systems... The telemetering in the automatic factories? Oh, it would have enough sense organs. We can't begin to imagine its picture of the world, but it would be infinitely richer and more complex than ours. Granted all this, because it's an entertaining idea, said Rayner. What could it do except think? It couldn't go anywhere. It would have no limbs. Why should it want to travel? It would already be everywhere and every piece of remotely controlled electrical equipment on the planet could act as a limb. Now I understand that time delay, interjected Andrews. It was conceived at midnight, but it wasn't born until 1.30 this morning. The noise that woke us all up was... it's birth cry. His attempt to sound facetious was not altogether convincing, and nobody smiled. Overhead... The lights continued their annoying flicker, which seemed to be getting worse. Then there was an interruption from the front of the café, as Jim Small, of Power Supplies, made his usual boisterous entry. "'Look at this, fellows,' he said, and grinned, waving a piece of paper in front of his colleagues. "'I'm rich! Ever seen a bank balance like that?' Dr. Williams took the proffered statement, glanced down the columns, and read the balance aloud. Credit, £999,999,897.